Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Fish on Nahida. And I'm DeFi 250 and this is PvP Corner, the PvP podcast with an all-fighting moveset. DeFi, what is going on in PvP? All right, well, currently we are in the Little Element Cup and the Open Ultra League. We are recording a little early this week. It is Monday, so there's still a little bit of Little Element Cup to play out. I put on Twitter a tweet that was a little savage that someone called out. I tweeted out, I just want all of my GBL opponents from today to know that this is the ducklet that beat you in Little Element Cup, and it's a picture of my Nundo ducklet, and it's beautiful. Also, exciting news, I reached the point where I can claim my ELO. Uh, I'm at rank 19, and at rank 19, I I wrote it down, I think I have a 59% win rate. It is, I've won 121 out of 205. So I put up a poll on Twitter of what people think my ELO will be. Uh, The winning vote was somewhere between 2051 and 2100. But now, again, streamer's dilemma. I want to stream getting my ELO, but that means I have to wait and not play any GBL until I can stream my ELO. And I'm really good, actually, at Little Element Cup. I found I used to hate all Little Cups. I found a love for this one only because I get to use my 000 IV ducklet and just get Mm. to stomp people with it. And it just brings me a lot of joy. (laughs) So I have not. I'm still at rank 19. I haven't streamed yet. Don't know if I will have time tonight. Uh, but at some point I want to do this before element cup ends. So that's where I'm at. And then also open ultra league. I haven't touched. I've just been little element cup. Uh, how about you fish? How has the go battle league been treating you? Yeah. So I have been playing little element cup as promised, and I have been doing quite well as I was hoping that I would do. I was running that same team of Laleep. Volpix with Quick Attack and Chinchow. Would you believe, DeFi, that the hardest lead to see for me with a leap is Ducklet? Well, that makes sense, I think, because it's a grass and rock type Pokemon, so the wing attacks are doing neutral damage. The bubbles are doing neutral damage. The aerial laser Brave Bird is doing neutral damage. And infestation would be resisted. It is, yeah. Uh, we do have Ancient Power, which you would think something throwing rocks would be quite good against a bird. But I think once I get, and I discovered this last time as well, once I get to a certain level, everyone just knows exactly how to play their ducklets. Like if I end up, if everything goes perfectly for me in the lead, then I end up winning that battle. But if they successfully bait me, or if they land a Brave Bird, or like if I don't get the timing of moves right, because the timing of infestation into wing attack is very awkward, then that can set me up to have an incredibly uphill battle for the rest of the battle. 
So I have gone down a little bit since my peak, but I peaked at 2440 something. So I was like really close to veteran. Nice. Yeah. All right. Very good stuff. Glad that that's going well for you. Hopefully I'll get to do a couple more sets and find find some time to stream so I can actually get my ELO. I could just record it. Like I could just click the button and record <laughs> a video and post that to Twitter. But that's not what I said I was going to do. You're a woman of honor. I am. So that's it for Little Element Cup Open Ultra League. Then we have Single Type Cup and Open Ultra League again. So Single Type Cup, again, we talked about this is um, Brawl Stars or whatever you want to call it. It's like all fighting. So it's a Great League Cup. Cresselia and Defense Deoxys are banned. You can only have Pokemon that are single typed. So for example, Swampert would be banned because it is a water and ground type. But a pure water type, like Politoed would be allowed. Your top 10, again, it is whatever fighting type game. I'm thinking like Super Smash Brothers. That's what it is. Uh-huh. That's, that's it. Um, all fighting type moves. So we have uh, Machamp, both the Shadow and the regular version. We have Vigoroth. Machoke can be run Shadow and regular. Wobbuffet, which we discussed, recommended with counter, but could be used as a charmer. I think the charm would be interesting here. Annoying, but interesting. Haxorus, Registeel, Phalanx, Dragonair, Shadow Pincer, and Surfetched. A couple Pokemon that I'm looking at running are Vigoroth and Kofagrigus, actually, because I think Kofagrigus has really good coverage. Uh, I think Vigoroth and Kofagrigus cover each other pretty well. There are going to be some Pokemon that that combination is weak to, including my favorite sheep, Dubwool. So I need to find <laughs> something that will better cover something like a Dubwool or a Regirock. Ninetales would also, um, I'd struggle against that. So just a couple things. I could use maybe like a Dragonair. I could use maybe Meganium or like I could use one of those counter users like a Haxorus. I know I caught the rank one Ultra League Haxorus on Community Day. Let's see. I know I caught some Haxorus. I was, I believe I was working. I think that was the deal. Didn't this take place over Fresno's weekend? Yeah. Yeah. So that would explain why I wasn't able to catch very many. Um, I caught this one, Great League 99.0, the rank 15. Okay. Nice. Um, oh, what's this one? The rank three. Okay. Okay. So I have some some Haxorus I could run. I do have the Ultra League rank one though. The rank one for Ultra League is one fifteen fifteen. And I did catch that one. I also have the rank three, I think, fracture, which is also a pure dragon type. So that not as good. No, that that won't prove as useful. That will not prove as useful, but it's something that I have. It exists. Fracture exists. It's there. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be like in a draft or some other meta. I'm sure it will prove useful, but not not sure in this cup that it will. I think Dragonair will just be a better dragon type. Yeah, I am seeing a like initially a big triangle of fighting Cofagrigus and uh, Umbreon happening. So, like, Cofagrigus is obviously the thing that can destroy most fighters. And 
Umbreon destroys the Cofagrigus, which in turn gets beaten pretty handily by the fighters. So I think that might be where the meta is at the start. And then I think people will kind of delve outside of that triangle because there are options outside of that triangle. Like you mentioned Ninetales as well. I really like that one, particularly because it beats the Registeel as well, which is kind of can take place of a fighter in someone's team. Um, there's also Grand Bull, uh, which has been brought up, and like other straight fairies, Clefable, things like that. So there, the, the meta could see some very significant evolution from start to finish. And we do have a lot of time for that meta to evolve because from June 29th to July 6th, single type cut persists. We actually get the limited Great League meta for two full weeks paired with the Open Master League. So that'll be June 29th to July 6th. And then peaking one week ahead, we have the Open Master League and the Retro Cup. Retro Cup is a Great League Cup where Dark, Steel, and Fairy types are banned. This is retro because Dark and Steel were not in Generation 1. They weren't introduced until Generation 2. And we didn't get Fairy type Pokemon until the Kalos Pokedex, so Generation 6. So Fairy type's actually a pretty new typing to the Pokemon universe. If you're kind of new to Pokemon, Fairy type's kind of a new thing. So if you take a look at those rankings for the Retro Cup, you will see that Lickitung is the top of that meta uh, being Lick, Body Slam, and Power Whip. It's typical moveset. You want an XL version. Aurorus actually coming in at number two, uh, having that Weather Ball Ice as well as Meteor Beam. We have a couple flying types. We have Pidgeot and Noctowl. Pidgeot running that legacy move of Wing Attack. Always love a good Frostlass meta. Uh, so Frostlass coming in at number five. Altaria at number six. Then we have some water types in Jellicent running Hex, Pelipper. And then at number nine, we have Mantine running Wing Attack, Bubble Beam, and Ice Beam. And then finally at the end, we have Golbat. You can run that as either the Shadow or Regular. Uh, some honorable mentions, Regirock Lantern, and of course, gotta mention, Double, which you can get if you get to rank 16 <laughs> of the Go Battle League. It is available to trainers. A couple of the same Pokemon that we just talked about, including Regirock, Double, Kofagrigus is in here as well. So a cup you might be able to reuse if you build, for example, a brand new Double. You might be able to use it in both cups. If you build, if you manage to find a Regirock, you could use it in both. If you manage Kofagrigus, if you just built one, you could use it for both. So those might be some really good picks if you're just trying to build some new things for both of these cups. I really like the uh, the ghost types in this meta because Dark is, of course, banned. Uh, Frostlass, having the ice typing as well, can take on the two flyers that are above it and the one flyer that's below it. Uh, there's also a cheeky flyer at uh, number eight and nine, but they've got that water typing as well in Pelipper and Mantine. So not as good, but still, you know, that that is a win for Frostlass. Um, I th and there were Golbat underneath that. Uh, and that's it. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of targets for Frostlass in this meta. Cofagrigus is another ghost type that doesn't have that ice typing, so it's not as good against the flyers, but generally it'll beat Frostlass. 
So that's some interesting interplay there. All right. I think that's it for the Go Battle League for now. Let's move on to a quick self-check-in for the Innocent Cup. I'm going to start by just going over the cup stats on the Sylph website, sylph.gg slash cup slash innocent, and go over the top Pokemon that people are seeing. So in the Sylph website, typically when you say in that last battle, what did my opponent bring? This is how I believe they get some of these information for most commonly faced species. So we get Jumpluff, no surprise, coming in at number one on 33%. Of teams, then we have Whiskash at twenty nine percent, so that's a little bit different. Seeking we thought would be pretty common at twenty seven percent. There's that Hypno that I know is on Fish's team, twenty one percent. Alolan Raichu, I've seen that on quite a few teams, nineteen percent. Then we have Clefable at thirteen, as well as Swalot at thirteen. A couple eleven percent usage at Driftblim, Amolga, and Jellicent. My one pick that I'm just I'm not sold on, but it's there. I think this might be one of my spicier cups because I'm not seeing my whole team listed right up in front. Jumpluff and Seeking are both there, but Dedenne's only at eight percent. And then Gliscor only at 6%. Quagsire only at 7%. So I feel a little spicy for not yeah. going with like Hypno, Alolan, Raichu, Clefable, Swalot, Driftblim, Amolga, like some of those more popular picks. Or even Whiskash. I picked Quagsire. Yes. Um, although I think this is one of the uh, most, in recent memory, this is probably one of the easiest cups to be able to be diverse because it's really not very often that we see the highest usage stats at 33, 29, 27, 21%. Normally you see them up at like 40 and above, and then there's a huge drop off. Like there's a very gradual decline uh, looking down this list. And I've seen teams with all of, all of these options on there, you know, Emolga, Wigglytuff, you know, uh, Swellow, Guzzlord. I've seen a few Arachnid. Yeah, so I think this is a really nice cup to end the era of the Sylph Arena on because there are so many different options. I've seen Dartrix, uh, and I just faced a Slurpuff. Like, there are... And the Slurpuff chunks. Like, you forget how much charm does until you're up against a charmer, and then you're like, oh, I <laughs> shouldn't have saved all my shields for this. Uh -huh. Yep. Oops. That's how they so, get you. Yep. That's how charmers will get you. I did over I did manage because Sea King's poison jab is just that ruthless as well. So mm -hmm. I matched, you know, fire with fire for that. Are and then You mean you matched fairy with poison? I did match fairy with poison. <laughs> um, and it worked out in my favor. I can also quickly touch on I'm actually doing really well, better than I thought I was. I'm currently six one in the hey. cup, but it's early. So like, yeah, just we're done. Cut it off. We've, we're done. Um, but I am doing pretty well with my team. I really, really like Sea King and Jumpluff. Again, I think they just work so, so well. Not super sold on that Jellicent pick. I see that it's at 11% usage, so I wasn't alone in thinking it. It wasn't like some random thing. Like I didn't pick a Ludicolo and wonder mm. why it isn't working well. But I don't know. I think I would have preferred a Driftblim maybe as a ghost type. Its biggest strengths are as a wall to, 
Yeah, yeah, basically your poison users. So Seeking and Swalot. Uh, Seeking does have the Drill Run, but like Drill Run doesn't do very much to a Jellicent. And Swalot's charge moves of Ice Beam and Sludge Bomb are both resisted. So Jellicent would be able to like have an easy time against those two Pokemon specifically. Yeah, and that's definitely why I that was the logic behind bringing Jellicent. I just, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if I love it. I don't know if I love it. But I picked it. It's the last tournament. We're going to go with it and see how the meta shakes out. Have you done uh, a couple battles in a tournament yet, Fish? I have. And look, I'm going to start this off by talking about uh, I am a person who, uh, like, I can't get enough of being open about kind of the the journeys and struggles of of taking this game as seriously as someone like you or me would do and so i want to talk about how i tend to really default towards downplaying myself in order to i guess give myself an excuse to lose uh, i should say i should you know, reveal now I'm 5-0 at the moment, um, which I am surprised by. But it's gotten me thinking, why was I trying so hard to clarify that, oh, I think this is going to be a bad month. Look, if you come up against me and you beat me, it's not because I'm a bad trainer. It's because, like, the team, it's the team's fault. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just thinking about that at the moment. Just every time I have won a new battle, I'm like... Man, now now I just feel bad for being like, oh, you, yeah, no, this will be a this will be a loss. I think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of people set the bar super low, mm. so then you can't be when you set the bar super high. Then when you get disappointed and you don't make it, it it feels bad. But and then mm. when you set the bar low, like so low that you could trip over it, <laughs> like you can. It's only positive. I don't think that's a great way to like live your life yeah but i know that it's something that people do and it's something i think a lot of us do on occasion i don't think it's a good attitude to have in the long term i used to start my matchups a lot with oh i'm ready to get my butt kicked because like i said that kind of set the expectation like it's not a huge surprise now if i lost i i didn't like the feeling of people being like whoa i beat fish on a heater i just wanted to set that expectation of like that's that's not that big a deal uh but then i did that one particular time and the person that i said that to uh, actually uh, got pretty upset at how i had handled that and called me out on it very heavily. I had had no idea, none, <laughs> that anyone had reacted that way. And since then, I've been trying to be careful with how I talk about the battles just in case anyone else feels the same way. And so I found myself kind of wanting to find other ways of lowering expectations without saying those exact words. So it's got kind of like I've kind of learned my lesson, but still not really. That's That tracks. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, Fish is good at not learning his lesson. <laughs> um, no, but I, I agree. That's something I used to do that too. And then I realized that that can be annoying for people or frustrating. So I, st I stopped mm. opening with that. Yeah. And yeah. I've tried to be better about, you know, I am okay at this game. 
I've had a couple I've had a couple moments where I'm like, you know, I'm okay at this game. And <laughs> like some of my friends are like, yes, you are, idiot. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So like I think Bill, like it's okay to feel confident. I don't think there's shame. Like there shouldn't be a shame or a negative stigma with being like, I'm okay at this game. And also at the same time, it's okay that I lose. Mm, yeah. It's a hard yeah. thing, I think, to balance in competitive gaming, but it's an important reflective process to have. Yeah, for sure. Being okay with losing, that is a skill that, uh, like, I've picked up a lot of skills in my time in this game, but being okay with losing <laughs> has not been one of them. We all, we're all on a journey. We're all, we're all on a we're journey. All, we're all on a journey. There's things that I got to work on for sure. Uh, I think I've, I think I can be a little bit of a stinker of a loser, but I know I've gotten better over the years uh, after yeah. a tough loss. I know that that's an area of improvement for myself. I think setting the bar too low is something I should work on maybe a little bit more. I've gotten better, but mm. reminding myself that I'm okay at this game. I'm okay at the video game. I'm pretty <laughs> good at it sometimes. The one I've been going for this month is that like I keep, pointing out to my opponents that oh yeah there's a there's a big hole in my team let's see if you figure it out <laughs> um and so then it's kind of like i i want to believe that that's better but like in the back of my head i'm thinking no that's absolutely not better in fact i think it's probably worse because then it's like it's then clarifying that no no you didn't beat me because of skill you beat me because you had that one pokemon that you know tears my team apart if you didn't have that pokemon i would have easily won Yep. And it also is almost insulting to your opponent. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't find the massive hole in my team. Oh, they usually do still. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they that, usually do. Yeah, but, that's, um, uh, that's the that's the weirder thing. Like they they have always, you know, like there's a particular role that uh, gives my team a, a lot of trouble. I mentioned it last week. And I think every opponent that I've faced has has found that hole and tried to exploit it. And I've found a way to avoid them exploiting it and and managed to come away with the win uh every time but so it's probably not as big a hole as what i thought it was which probably makes it even worse <laughs> like i'm just pretending that there's this uh big old weakness just so there's that like i said that excuse for when i i do lose so this has been mental health and Pokemon Go PvP with DeFi E250 <laughs> fit on a heater. That'll be $300. Yes. <laughs> so again, I think to kind of wrap up both the self check-in and also this conversation, this playing a competitive, it's a game and people say like, oh, it's a game. You should just, it should just be fun. But sometimes we can take things a little too seriously because it's something mm. we care about and it's something we really enjoy. Mm. So I think having these very frank and open discussions about how we're perceiving the game and how it can affect your own mental health. I know that it's really important to sometimes just take a step back and be like, oh, I am, I am taking this virtual pocket monster game a little too seriously <laughs> right now. And I need to go touch some grass and I need to go <laughs> do some other things and come back to this. I think that's important and good and healthy. And I think it's something that I can recommend to everyone. And if you ever, if you ever want to discuss something like this, feel free, send in an email, send in a voicemail. Mm. These are things that we, that it's important to be upfront and talk about because I think people get super frustrated and kind of suffer in silence with this yeah. kind of thing because they don't know how to talk about it. 
So, or, or they didn't even realize that they were feeling these things until someone vocalizes them. Someone, someone might be listening to this thinking, "Yeah, you know what? I do, I do kind of go into battles setting low expectations." So, hopefully, that helped, and maybe it has given you some introspective thought in your commute or on your <laughs> walk today. So to continue on, play Pokemon, nothing new with play Pokemon, just NAIC and Worlds. There's been a lot of announcements for Worlds about the lottery system for being able to go to the shop. Uh, if you're a spectator or just in the general public, there's been information about like they're doing like an, an SSN kind of not a cruise because the boat's going to stay stationary like it does in the video game, but you can go on this cruise ship and play the VGC and play trading card games. They're doing all kinds of really cool stuff. It's at a super high scale. So be sure that you are checking in if that's something you're planning on going to, if you're lucky enough to be able to go to Yokohama, Japan. But even if you're not and you're just hanging out at home, there's going to be a lot of really cool content that people are going to be filming and watching. So there's going to be some really neat stuff in Yokohama. And I am really excited to spectate at Worlds. Hopefully I make it into the shop. I know whatever I buy has to come home with me on a plane. But I am I'm going to try to like not buy it too much stuff until I get to Worlds. Hopefully I'm able to get into the shop. Because some of that exclusive merch with like the Pikachu eating the bowl of like ramen noodles looks so cute. And I <laughs> would like it. Also, again, NAIC next weekend in Columbus, Ohio, June 3rd, June 30th, sorry, to July 2nd. That I cannot believe that's already next week. How did this happen? Um, team update. Has it been sorted or not? Uh, I think I've settled on a team. I think okay, sweet. it's not as spicy as I think I would like, but I'm going to try practicing with it. No low punny? We just talked. No low punny. I'm sorry. <laughs> and again, I and again, this is we just got done talking about mindsets. I'm going in and I want to have fun. And my goal is to have a positive record. I'm not going in with a, like a Caleb Pang mindset like I'm going to win it all. But yeah, I think <laughs> I I would like to try to go for a positive record like I did last year. I think that that's a good goal to have going into one of these tournaments and if i don't yeah. and if i lose that's okay and i'm still gonna have a lot of fun with my friends i'm so excited to be driving down with chris uh, go cast chris from the other half of the podcast uh, we're gonna carpool and have a really good time i'm looking forward to it there's another half of the podcast there is some no. people <laughs> actually listen to things other than pvp corner there's this whole other half and they have really fun episode titles we should <laughs> work do. on that yeah, we should yeah. work on <laughs> episode titles well you don't like pvp corner one two five i mean it's okay but we could do better, <laughs> could do better. Um, so uh to move on to our shameless plugs uh not too much this week so achievements in the palace pvp discord server we've got dad who hit ace and uh, also, I'll just congratulate Dad on uh, his retirement party that he had during the week. He he and I, like, he was one of the opponents that I faced earlier in the week. And, yeah, he was like, all right, got to go. It's my retirement today. I'm like, wow, wow, congratulations. So, well done. And then Phil Super hit a new peak in GBL of 2109. 
I don't have anything too new other than trying to figure out what kind of content I want to start doing for NAIC. I'm bad at making content that isn't this podcast. I'm not. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm going to I'm probably going to post pictures on Instagram. Always. You can join my discord. I chat around in there. Lots of talk about Formula One, if that's your thing, as well as just general Pokemon Go stuff that I talk about. What are some of my other channels in here? Memes. Show off your pets. So if you want to see pictures of my dog, that's a good place to look. My dog is adorable mm-hmm. uh, and very silly. And I like <laughs> her a lot. So if that's ca- if that's the kind of thing you're interested in, if you click on more DeFi in the show notes, that will take you to things like my Discord, my Instagram. And th- that's probably where I'm going to be posting most of the time for NAIC and for Worlds. Um, I think I'm probably exactly the same as you, where... To make content reliably, I need to find a routine. Like, I can't just say, well, I'm going to make a video on this next week. Like, I need to find a specific time slot in the week and say, like, this Tuesday night at X time, I'm going to, is going to be my weekly time to create this content. I'm the same way. Also, accountability buddies. Yes. I think that's the same for like clean eating or working out or learning generally like the world of education or work even accountability buddies are so important uh that's the same for like scrimming right now for naic having accountability buddies and having people that i'm reaching out to like hey like we should battle against each other and get ready for naic Mm. or hey can you help me battle like can we check in on each other to make sure i'm getting ready so it's good. It's good to have accountability partners. Yeah. And we're lucky for, for the scrimming in particular. There's a lot of people who are feeling the same way at the moment with NIRC and words coming up. Like I'm seeing a lot of people asking for scrims or talking about scrims that they've had. So that is our episode. What Wow. Like, look at the time. Like, that is insane. All right. That's an episode, DeFi. That's like retro pvp corner that's like retro pvp <laughs> corner times the og kind of time before it was like a 15 or 20 minute but this is like a shorter episode so everybody send us mail send us email send us voicemails send us carrier pigeons let us know give us some more stuff to chat about in this kind of lull point that we're going to be having also oh, who do you want to next week because we got to make it short next week yeah we got to make it short next week too but Let us know. Yeah, for the future, let us know. Because with the Sylph Arena kind of winding down and we're going to have a, we have kind of a lull here for Play Pokemon in between NAIC and Worlds. Let us know what you want us to talk about for PvP. Send us emails, voicemails. Who do you want to see as guests? Let us know what you want. Let us know what you want. I don't think we've had uh, guest suggestions yet. That's a good idea. I have those sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> no, nah, all, all you reckon. Anyway, so to close out, we love hearing your feedback. If you have questions or suggestions, such as the ideas we brought up for myself or DeFi, you can direct that to pvpcorner at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us voicemail or physical mail to the GoCast PO box. Take a look at the show description for the phone number and the PO box address. In the show description, you can also click on more fish or more DeFi to take you to our other projects and ways to contact us. And may the leads be in your favor. Doesn't matter how short the episode is, fish. Not, it's not, not vibing it. Not vibing it. <laughs> <laughs>